All right, to get back on track. Okay, so you're saying you got to go to a big – you can't just – what? <laughs> I was going to say, what kind of podcast is this? Like, is this, like, informational or – This is, like, the Eric Andre <laughs> show, but podcast. Oh, okay. Got it. Good morning! Good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. The fifth episode of the second season, we're all in podcast on Monday, March the 18th, the day after St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we have another great episode for you today. Last week, we were with J.P. Height, uh, talking about his majoring in RTF, radio, television, and film at the University of Texas at Austin. A lot of off-the-cuff back and forth there. Uh, a lot of dead air. Not as much. A lot of dead air. <laughs> a lot of dead a lot, air. Yeah. Uh, but we got another great one for you this week. Jacob, what do we got? So this week, we got... My younger brother, Jared Vosswinkel, future actor, catch him on Broadway coming, what is it, Jared, 2023 maybe? Or... 2023, that's, that's pretty quick. And I'm, especially because <laughs> I'm not going to be in New York, I'm going to be in Los Angeles, but you know. Yeah, so we got a first year BFA acting major. Just to uh, hit on a We're All In podcast milestone, this is episode five of the second season. We only made it to episode four of the first season, so we're breaking new, to, new ground here. Uh, with every episode, it's getting better, and this should be another good one. Uh, so, yeah, Jared, tell us a little bit about yourself, just kind of how you got into acting, why you wanted to start acting, um, all of that good stuff. All right. Well, um, I guess I'll start out. I did sports, like, from five years old all the way to sophomore year of high school, and I loved them. Um, that's kind of everything we did. I was like, go to school, go, go to practice. And then uh, one day I kind of like kind of realized that I just kind of hate sports, actually. You know what? I, I hate running. I hate um, being so involved with coaches and all that and teammates, like some of the kids. I didn't really like them. And uh, actually, uh, I was in theater class because I had to in high school. And um, I, I was in theater throughout my freshman year and then sophomore year. Um, I did. I wasn't in theater for the first week, and then I said, "Man, I really hate all my classes. Might as well just switch back into theater because that was the only cool, easy class." Okay, wait, so wait, wait. That, you were in theater, and then you switched out of it. Um, freshman year, I was in it, and then sophomore year, I wasn't in it for the first week. I didn't sign up for it because I was like, "It's kind of pointless," um, and there's no reason for me to be in theater. I was like, "Theater's." It's wait, kind but of you, just, had to, you had to have two years. Of, you had to have two years of it. That's why you first got into it. No, I had to have, like, one year of it. Okay. Uh, so you were yeah, like, I had to have one year of, like, an art. So you just wanted to blow off class your sophomore year? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Cool. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, and then I, I decided that, that sophomore year, I was like, oh, I'll just take another easy class. I'll do theater. Um, and then one day we, we had to do a show for that theater class. And I was doing all right. And then my, uh, my theater teacher said I should do the, the high school play. And I said, all right, that sounds fun. I'll do that. I'm not really doing any sports that much. But um, so I got into it. And then there were a couple of uh, people that I liked. Um, some girls I had crushes on, really. That was the main like, influence. Um, and so I decided, yeah, so I decided to do the next one which conflicted a lot with baseball, which was the last sport I was in. Um, 
and then I just kind of started sucking at baseball, uh, hated the coaches, hated the players. Um, we weren't good. Um, and then one day I decided I didn't want to play baseball anymore and I'd rather do theater. And so I just kind of stuck with that. Um, and that was my sophomore year, junior year, did all the shows, senior year, did some shows. And then I asked, um, I, I, I consistently got good parts. I, I was never the lead in high school. Um, but I, I asked my, I asked my director one day, I was like, do you think I could do this for real, for real? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I bet you can do it. So I started auditioning. Um, first one was at UT. Um, and uh, a couple weeks later, I got a call and I said, we're admitting you into the BFA program. And I said, all right, I hadn't done my research on UT. I didn't know how good it was, really. I just knew that UT was UT. Um, and then I auditioned at a bigger audition, and I got called back to OU, um, Southern Indiana, um, and uh, a couple others, like Texas Tech. Um, but, just, uh, just so people know, just so people know, brag about yourself a little. How, how like, tough to get into the UT BFA acting is it? And if you won't brag about yourself, I'll have Jacob do it. Okay. Well, so the BFA program at UT admits 16 students out of a thousand that like around a thousand that audition, and um, UT's acting program is yeah. You can Google it. What's one of the best programs in Texas? And UT is up there, um, especially because it's a public school. Uh, it's, there's a lot of private schools, and then it's UT because. It's it's pretty impressive that a that a public school like UT can do well, um, and uh, because the the acting program is so young, um, we have a lot of ambitious professors and a lot of ambitious um, department heads with what we're doing because their goal is to be um, is to have UT become one of the better known acting uh, acting programs in the country. So um, yeah, but. We're Okay, so and, hold on. Two things. One, uh, doing the math on that, sixteen out of a thousand is a one point six percent acceptance rate. <laughs> That's it. Uh, also, hold on. Touch on some. Uh, I mean, some of the better known UT alum in this in this space. Maybe, um, maybe not BFA acting because it's a new program, but. Oh yeah, yeah. There's not. Well, there is. There's one kid. Have you guys ever heard of the? play or the show Hamilton <laughs> like no, no never heard of it you never heard of Hamilton okay well there's a, a kid who recently graduated um I'm almost positive he's BFA but he's on the touring cast of Hamilton right now wow. and there's the one kid BFA who just got cast in the Power Rangers and he graduated um, in May yeah he graduated like last year or something um but uh, big names. We just had Bruce McGill come. He was in Animal House. He was um, he was D Day, the guy who rode up the stairs on the Harley Davidson. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, the guy who did the, the the thing on his like the throat thing. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. He's not really. He's never did anything with the department. Actually, that's like a misconception. Um, he was just kind of a guy that said, "All right, I want to go act," and then that's what he did. I think he does like um, RTS think... communications type of stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, he has. I mean, he he has the class of um, that studies his um, movies and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much 
his involvement with that. Who's the uh, claymation guy? He did Isle of Dogs. He's a UT alum. Oh, Wes. Yeah, Wes Anderson. He's UT alum. Um, if you look, I mean, there's probably some more. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, again, not really department guy, but um, I'm just, I don't know why I'm not talking about department people. Uh, but uh, the guy who was in Bird Box, he was, uh, he's from UT. Like the, 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 the bald the guy? husband? There's like yeah, five guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The guy with Sandra Bullock at the end, who who sacrificed uh, himself. He was a he was a track guy at UT. He studied really? uh, kinesiology. Yeah. What the heck? Owen Wilson went to yeah. UT. <laughs> really? Yeah, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. What? So, what, uh, I, mean, I was just saying, what like for the application for the audition and the application? What is like? Do they give you a do they give you like something to act out or do you choose? What was that like? So, so it differs for a lot of people. So I, a lot of kids go to regional. That's where the, those big numbers come in is um, the regional auditions. And that's where I went, where I got called back to OU and, and all that. Um, they, um, it's like a big cattle call of like hundreds of students come in and they, and they audition. Um, and usually you do a dramatic piece um, and a comedic piece and um, maybe a Shakespeare piece. But um, at UT, I went to the one that was in their building. And so I did a dramatic piece and a comedic piece. And um, usually if they like you, they would keep having you do it and they would make you change it up and they would ask you questions about what you wanted to do, why you wanted to do it. Um, but uh, I remember whenever I auditioned there, um, <coughs> it was, um, the kid before me was in there for a good five minutes and usually your, your monologues are about a minute each. And I saw the professors up and moving around him and shouting. And I said, Oh man, that looks freaking awesome. They're really getting into it. Yeah, um, getting and then sure. I go in there. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that kid's in. And he had this resume that was insanely long and he had a really good headshot about eight by 11 piece of paper and it was professionally done. My headshot was done by my friend behind our house. Like, and I was wearing like athletic shorts, but I had on like a tux, like top, and it was terrible. And it was on my resume as like a little square instead of an eight by eleven. Um, and uh, so I just gave them that piece of paper, and I walked in, and they didn't they didn't get up or anything, but they uh, they had me do it again and again, and they asked me a lot of questions, and it was pretty simple. And then I left. Um, so I thought that was the worst thing ever. I'm not getting into this school. I'm a terrible actor. <laughs> but um, the kid who went before me didn't get in, but because um, I don't see him, but uh, but I did. So I was like, well, I must have done something good. I must have made him like me somehow. But um, I know um, there's one kid who's in my class who uh, they just had him improvise a bunch of stuff. And... Uh, um, he just like they kept shouting at him and until he just went crazy in his piece and i don't know it was, I mean, he said it was good he said it wasn't too bad but um he was like oh yeah i knew i got in as soon as i was done i said well okay well that's pretty cool <laughs> that's pretty arrogant that's yeah 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 there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people that say oh yeah i knew I, yeah i knew i was in as soon as i was done like yeah good for you dude so 
I mean, you touched on the different kind of auditions and stuff from improv to um, Shakespeare, comedic or anything else. What, what kind of different, what different styles of acting are there? You know, obviously you could go to Broadway, you can be in films and stuff. What do, do people shoot for like one kind or? um... Well, the, the, the most basic one is, is just straight up realism. Um, That's where you get your Arthur Miller, that's where you get your um, your everyday TV acting of just people in present day. Uh, I mean, from like the 40s to present of just like acting, living, Bill Cosby, living in a normal day, huh? Like the Cosby Show. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's a kind of weird one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very uh, weird one. Just... <laughs> that's kind of a really oddly specific, controversial one to pull out of the mix. But. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of like Full House. Yeah, that would have been a better I mean, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full House. I mean, those are kind of like sitcoms, but those are still <laughs> realism of people acting. Um, but there's the Shakespeare, which is kind of a mix of realism and, um, I guess, kind of classical Renaissance, big talking to whole audiences. Um, but the thing at YouTube that they love doing, which personally I'm not a fan of, um, it's just like my preference is, um, kind of abstract, absurdist, avant-garde, um, devised theater, which if you ever come and see a devised show, um, well, well, here's a little side note, the UT, uh, theater and dance program has a, uh, has a fake Twitter account and, uh, it's. And so they like roast every show and uh, they made, they made a bingo card of devised work and it's people talking in chest voice, which is shouting um, people making uh, very faint Trump references. Uh-huh. Uh, there's uh, talking about rain and doing weird dances, weird and awkward choreographed dances. And that's basically every single device show ever. It's they're not really interesting. It's 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 artists making art for other absurd artists. Mm-hmm. It's not artists making art for everyday people. Um, so there's that kind of acting. That sounds like the type of shows that they do in the uh, like the black box theater they have, right? Oh yeah 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 exactly. Um, those are like the main stage shows that they have. Like they just did one woman of is what they made that bingo card for. And it was, it was, it was, I went and saw it and I mean, I don't want to like trash it, (laughs) but I also, I don't want to praise it. Um, it, They, they took a risk with something that they were doing and people said it was was incredible, but in all, in all honesty, that's not the money. That's not how you're going to make money in the real world world. If you want to act that's, you're not going to make money doing that. Kind of yeah. stuff. You're gonna you're gonna be in a show in, in the middle of nowhere in some underground place in New York where six people show up, and it it can look awesome and it can be cool, but you're not gonna make money. So uh, where do people go to make money? Basically, if you're if you're half decent, you just go to <laughs> L.A. Uh, I, I you gotta I'm, start out with a horror film. Right? I, a horror I film. Guess. 
yeah, it seems like a lot of people start with like horror films. Well, so so what you make money with, from my understanding right now, because I'm I'm still fresh and I'm still learning, is um, commercials. You make a lot of money. Yeah. That's that that's that's how you make money. That's how you pay the bills. Is our mm-hmm. commercials. Um, and and you can just do small commercials, and then hopefully you can get onto a TV show. Um, and you, you just kind of have to you just kind of have to keep looking for stuff. You can't let stuff come to you, which is a lo- what a lot of people do. They just kind of sit back and let their agents work look for stuff, and their agent will call them up and say, "Hey, you should do this," and they'll say, "Okay." And Instead of actively looking for people, actively making connections. Um, yeah, how much? Yeah. I mean, how much is the agent supposed to? Like, what's the agent's role? I mean, obviously they find you stuff and they connect you, but like you're saying, you have to do more on top of that. From my understanding, right now, uh, um, I haven't taken the agent class yet, but <laughs> I we actually have an agent class. It's more of a business class. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's they kind of they're they're your right hand man they kind of uh they help you get in touch with producers casting directors um they recommend they kind of they recommend stuff for you they uh they they put your name in conversations and they kind of um make sure you kind of don't do anything too stupid um kind of keep you in line they just kind of help you out along the way um yeah and uh, what's interesting is uh i i whenever bruce mcgill was here because he he is a really good character actor which he's never been a huge lead in anything like he was freaking dj in animal house like that not a big part but he got paid yeah. the cool little thing um but he's been in a lot of if, if if you looked at what he's been in you'd say oh i've probably seen that i didn't know that was that guy um he is his agent was there at the meeting that we had and um there was a point wherever it was his agent and him looking for roles and him and his agent looking for for jobs and it mm-hmm. turned to them calling the agent and saying hey can we get him on board hey can we get him on board and like hey we want him to come read but yeah so, so he's in uh wow i mean his discard i mean his imdb is just crazy he was in um Suits, MacGyver, NCIS, Blue Buds, Rizzolian Isles, Ride Along Part 2. He was in four episodes of Family Guy, five episodes. He was in American Dad, uh, Ride Along Part 1, The Cleveland Show. Uh, He's in a Family Guy video game, uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, Law Abiding Citizen he was in. yeah, and I mean the list goes on. This is crazy. Yeah. What about uh I'm in Chicago, so a lot of the big thing here is improv. Like uh improv comedy. Is that so is that a route that people go off the bat? Um that is a good foundation. There's a there's a group at, there's a, there's several groups at UT. There's one that I'm going to audition for um my sophomore year um called Giggle Pants and I know there's a couple BFA actors in that, and I went to a show, and it was freaking hilarious. Because uh, um, a lot of big actors say, oh, I, I wouldn't be anywhere I am today if it wasn't for improv. Mm-hmm. Um, which is basically just, people say, I'm not good at improv. Uh, and they're like, oh, I'm not good at improv. Oh, I'm, I can never do that. Basically, uh, that means you're not funny. You, you just have to, yeah, what? <laughs> no, that means, 
I don't know. You just have to do improv a lot. And that's what they do. If you have a certain quickness and then you can build off of that, then you can get better at improv. And um, like all the games, like I like like Whose Line Is It Anyway? That's a good show. That's so that, hilarious. Yeah. What? They, they just, hmm? Go ahead. They just what? I didn't know what I was going to say. Okay. Well, so uh, I was going to ask, kind of what's the relationship because it seems like Rome is getting into like comedy now I mean what's the relationship between acting and comedy and like does improv kind of walk that line where you could be super good at improv then you just develop a stand-up from that and then just go into that instead of acting I know Daniel Tosh started out with like commercials and stuff using like a T-Mobile commercial um, and then uh, he got some deal with Comedy Central I don't know but mm-hmm. um, honestly if you don't know the answer to the question with acting, it's probably like, oh, they just probably got lucky. Because um, yeah. there's a lot of hard workers out there that just get lucky. But with uh, with with comedy and, 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 and improv, I guess you could say, um, I guess improv goes into like stand-up. Do you mean comedy as in like stand-up and stuff? Yeah, right. Like the field. I mean... Yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah. There's definitely a, a correlation, I would say, <laughs> um, of just be able to think of stuff. But I, I think a lot of stand-up comics like write their stuff. I mean, so it's not really improv. Yeah, JP all over again. That's, I was gonna think that was the same scene about the air dropping. <laughs> like what? Uh, so yeah, so you do improv. You, you just okay. So you just work hard. You try to get lucky. That's basically it. Pretty much. I mean, you have to be good, you know. And maybe you become a Daniel Ratcliffe or somebody, and you just end up on a on a show for twenty seasons. And why don't you just do like improv for like a low budget club for a year, and then just get the promotion to SNL or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really great. That would be awesome. Uh, it seems like an easy route. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. That's definitely something. You just got to think of like the hundreds and thousands of other people that are doing the exact same thing that you are. All right, Jared, here's, um, here's why you'll never make it as a comedian, because you should have just said, why don't you guys just blow up the podcast and have 100,000 listeners? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good one. That, that would have been good. Yeah. I don't know, I'm trying to be like respectful, you know? No, this is... Uh, n- nobody, nobody ever got anywhere in like acting or comedy or anything by being respectful. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. What did? How did Trevor Noah start? Do you know? Trevor Noah? I have no freaking. I don't. I don't research Trevor Noah. It, it just <laughs> seems like like one day he just had the Daily Show. Like he just, yeah. I don't know. I'd never heard of him before was, that. Was Was he working on the Daily Show before that? I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. But it just people just seem to come out of nowhere, and I guess he, he had had to have been working hard before he might have been on cnn or something did you guys hear about that shane dawson thing oh he was a contributor no what no, happened oh yeah the whole cat thing <laughs> oh i saw some tweet from him, but I, I didn't know what i i thought it was just a joke or something how did that start i don't know i apparently it was like some audio or something i was before we got on i was i was trying to google it and see what was happening the first result was shane dawson cat so I was like, oh, there must be something that's going on with Tate Dawson and this cat. What? How often is? I mean, how often do people transition between like acting and directing? You know, uh, what's his face? Jonah Hill's trying to do it. 
Uh, and Shane Dawson made me think of Bo Burnham. And Bo Burnham yeah. has like a new movie, like 18 or something, it's, or eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah. Doesn't Jared kind of look like Bo Burnham? I was, that's, yeah, maybe he does. Doesn't he? <laughs> I, I always tell him, well, so wait, forget that I said anything about Bo Burnham. Jared, I always, I always say that he needs to like make YouTube videos and stuff because, you know, that, that seems like how you do it. Bo Burnham started on YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Jimmy Tatra. No, I have some friends who want to, who always want to do stuff like that. And you just don't want to work hard. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's other stuff I'd rather work hard at than, than making YouTube videos. Well, now but, that, uh, now that your first show is almost done, you can, uh, you know, maybe be on shorts with some, you just got to spend time in the film, film building. That's, that's what I'm planning on. I talked to, um, I talked to the to the junior who's in my show, who's BFA, and she was like, "Yeah, just do just do film. Just talk to people that know that are in film and say I want to do film, and mm-hmm. that's, you'll get in." So I don't I don't know how many people from like RTF have made it into big film jobs, but I know a ton of people from journalism that are on like CNN or Fox News and stuff. It seems like they get we get kids in there all the time, but. As far as film, I mean, do you know do people go to studios and stuff or yeah, there's um there's UTLA, which is um it's not just an acting thing, it's also a communications thing. Um nice chess view of Jacob right now. Um okay. uh but um where they learn business and they, they, they go to studios in LA and they and they work. Um well actually the uh the um uh, one of the uh, like a big big job at uh, it's either Paramount or Universal or Universal Universal is uh, held by a UT alum right now. Like there is a uh, if you look, there's some big UT alum in in those big companies. Yeah, I'm saying up. like entry level like entry level jobs coming out of school, like our kids entry getting those. I mean, I'm I'm sure they are because I there's a lot of them, or, yeah. or they just create those jobs. Um, well, also, I mean, you wouldn't really hear about those jobs, you know, because like, they go they go off to L.A. and then they're just doing stuff. They're constantly working over there. They're they're not like coming back and flexing and stuff. They're just no, no, they they, they don't. Yeah, Jacob, sure. you went through a uh, you went through like a weatherman phase, didn't you? Yeah, I spent some time at TSTV that uh, didn't last very long. But yeah, well, you were you were pretty uh, almost all in on that. It seemed like at a point. Oh. Good uh, reference there. Art, yeah, one of our friends. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> you wanted to be like a local access guy. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be the, the host of like yeah. Good Morning Los Angeles or something. But, but yeah, one of our friends told me that you have to like wake up at two in the morning if there's like a crash and then like go out and cover it. And I was like, and then you also get paid once once you're like an anchor, you get paid like 60 grand a year after 10 years. So that was kind of the end of that journey. Mm-hmm. I also watched a video of this guy it was like I was watching his news rolls to like try to get a job on YouTube and uh, I mean he was he was pretty decent you could tell he lacked education and IQ but um, I mean he was fine at reading the news and just standing there but he, he quit his job in the middle of nowhere Alabama or something and moved to Atlanta and the next video he was like <laughs> he was like driving for Uber 
and filming like some church uh, service. Oh, and that geez. was, yeah, so it's, it's a long fall from, uh, from rural news coverage. So that's always a backup though, Jared. Yeah, always, that air. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they, that's what that's what a lot of actors do. That if they if they're not good at being emotional and stuff, they they're not good at like, just... yeah, they just they they just do news. They they they're told to go into news because they can they can read off of a script, but they can't do anything with it. So what a slap in the face. No, that's what that's what my acting one professor said all the time. He said, "Man, if you if you can't connect, then you might as well go leave the news." That's yeah, funny. Yeah. What uh, I mean, how necessary is college in the acting space? How what is it? How necessary is college? Oh, okay, that's a good, that's a really good question. Um, I guess it, it depends on how much of a dive you want to take, um, because acting in general is a dive. Um, however, college I believe sets you up, especially if you go to a good college. And especially if you know what you want to do, because UT is one of the few places that has an actual acting program. A lot of these places, like Abilene Christian, Hardin Simmons, um, a lot of, <laughs> just to name a few, they're they're theater they're they're theater major schools. You you learn a lot of a wide variety, but not, not very in depth. Uh, but UT teaches acting, so you're going to be an actor. <laughs> What's going um, on? This is the funniest freaking name I just see. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what you... <laughs> uh... Jared Vosnickel makes Tom Pisolo fall out of his chair. Do you watch Joe Rogan clips? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> where where Alex Jones says, "Look, I'm kind of retarded," and Joe Rogan falls out of his chair. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, here's We're the thing. Fine. Listen, I'm gonna um, be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> In that. <laughs> oh man. All right, to get back on track. Okay, so you're saying you got to go to a big. You can't just what? I was gonna say, what kind of podcast is this? Like, is this like informational or? This is like the Eric Andre <laughs> show, but podcast. Oh, okay. Form. Have you seen the Eric Andre show? Yes, I've seen the Eric Andre show. <laughs> oh, did you see? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm still trying to figure out that the answer to that question of what kind of podcast is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like, well, there's like comedy podcasts, the sports podcasts. There's, <laughs> Oh, it's not a sports podcast. There's no news on here. There's no news on here. We go for education, but we lack the educational portion of it. So So it's just two guys talking. (laughs) We had a guest on one time that just said, uh, like, a couple white guys sitting around, oh, we should have a podcast. That's basically what this is. Yeah. All right. Let's change the name to two white guys sitting around. Yeah, see what I guess around. <laughs> All right, college for acting. So you're going on. Um... Okay, so you're saying don't go to Abilene Christian or Hardin Simmons. Don't be a theater major. You can go. To, no, you can go to those places. It just depends on what you want to do. Because so if you want to teach theater, you should go there. 
Yeah, but like the, at the same time though, if you want to, if you don't know what you want to do, don't go to UT because we have a terrible. Shoot, I don't want to strike that. We our our um, our department with our B our, our bachelors of art people, acting wise and directing wise is not ideal because we have graduate programs for those things, um, and so the graduate students are going to get a lot more attention than those students are um okay uh, look wait 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 hold on if you're a graduate student if you're a graduate ba in acting student that's what i was just gonna say what like a master's or something i think you're just throwing money into a hole there like well so so here's the thing so what what a lot of what i plan on doing what a lot of people plan on doing is is <coughs> after undergrad after undergrad you work for 10 years and you get experience you get some money you get your name some kind of weight and then you can go to graduate school but people from ut they go to graduate school at yale or columbia for acting mm. which is where Meryl Streep went and so you can teach acting you can which gives you another like way of money it it it, it adds kind of um uh i guess like an ethos to your name credibility mm-hmm. um but uh, and, it, and it's just something to do. You don't have to go to graduate acting school, especially if you have a, an acting degree from undergraduate. But a lot of people who just get BA, just get like the, the ho-hum flat degrees, they go to graduate school sometimes right after undergrad because they have no connections to the business. They have no connections to the, um, of, of working. Right. What is so, how does like somebody become like a like a child act, like a kid actor like a Sprouse twin? How does that happen? They question. just go. They just go to auditions and they find an agent and their parents do a lot of the work for them. That's 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 how that it's it's it's. I know a kid who um, it's a funny story. I I know a kid who was at my high school. He's a, he's a he's a junior now. Whenever he was a little kid, I think he lived in Los Angeles and his parents got him an agent. And um, they started auditioning, but he didn't get in. I think he was in one commercial, and then their agent ended up just taking their money. Basically, he, he was he was a fakey, and um, and that happens to a lot of child actors because the parents have no idea what they're doing. They just get agents, uh, and that's why you shouldn't get an agent until you do until you know what you're doing. So you take a couple, uh, you get some experience because right. people just go out. People say, "I'm an agent. I'll get you a job." And they're like, all right, I'll take you. And then they just take your money. Right. So, wait, this whole child actor thing makes me think about, I mean, I was going to say, if you're a child actor, aren't you just setting your kid up to be an alcoholic? But at the same time, <laughs> then I was thinking, if you're, like, going into acting in general, aren't you an alcoholic? So just talk briefly about, like, that issue in, in the space. Oh, well, my, my acting two professor talks about it a lot, about how... Because he's an and, alcoholic. I'm like, she, she, she's like, I'd rather be drinking some wine than being here right now. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, how good Jared is at acting. <laughs> she, uh, she, um, she talks about how you kind of have to bring up a bunch of emotional stuff in acting. And so people get really sensitive and, they get really that's why a lot of actors are very 
I guess I want to say like left wing and, and liberal uh, is because they, they're always thinking about kind of like how the other person feels. It's a lot of feelings, logic, like their, their feeling thoughts will kind of replace their logical thinking. Um, and, and their connections with people become this kind of calculated thing where it's like, okay, what, what does this person want from me? What do I want from this person? And that's what I think causes a lot of the emotional and relationship distress in, in that career. But, so if you're just heartless, you're fine. Pretty much. If you're heartless, you're fine. If also, if you aren't in, if you're not weird, then you're fine. If you don't think acting is everything and the only thing, then you're fine. What is it called when uh, you hear of like these actors and actresses that like when they're on set, they kind of like keep their personality offset. You know what I mean? Douchebag. Oh, like method acting? Method acting. Yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it seems like it's there's a lot of ups and downs to it like it seems like it'd be like just exhausting oh, yeah. totally exhausting yeah if, if if you're a method actor and you're not daniel day lewis heath ledger and like a couple other big name actors then you're an ass like uh, jim carrey yeah yeah like there was this I, I have a friend of mine who was just working on uh, on a uh on a graduate thesis project for um something and uh, he, it was a boxing short film. And um, he had to learn how to box. And it was really cool. And he said it was a great experience, except the girl who is um, opposite him, uh, who is the other lead, she was 22. She didn't go to school for acting. She just had an agent. And the first day of shooting, she goes, hey, I just want to let you know I- I'm a method actor. And he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> and so... She she didn't want to be called by her real name on set. Oh my gosh. She, she always referred to my friend whose name was David by his character name Nick. She always called him Nick. And um she'd always ask the assistant directors for tea, um, because that's what she believed her character would want. And so basically a lot of young actors use it. They're like, Oh, these these amazing actors such as you know, Daniel Day Lewis. And I think uh I almost want to say I don't think Meryl Streep does it, but it's some other female actress who's really, really good. Um, they go, oh, they've done it, so I can do it too. And it's, no, they, it's, it's an excuse for them to just be idiots on set and be super annoying. And they think that they're in their craft and, and they just get super annoying. But that's, that's not what it is. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that, we, we, we're not taught that at UT. They're like, no, just freaking do it, really. Give us, give us a three-step process to making it as an actor. Making it as an actor? Yeah. What's, like, uh, what's the recipe? What's the recipe? Um, don't stop. Uh, that's, that's a big thing, is always be doing something that involves mm-hmm. acting, whether that's reading a play, uh, watching a very, um, I guess, kind of important work of film or something um always be reading about acting if you're not reading a show um listening to to acting interviews um always keep your name out there always be on stage i know bruce mcgill said he said the longest time he went without acting was six weeks and that was in the fourth grade because he he did he just wasn't doing anything and then after that he said he was always on stage um, 
So, and that's, and that comes with hard work. Um, and so I guess that'd be number two, like always be on stage um, or always in front of the camera. And number three, um, I guess just, I don't know. I can't think of a third one right now. Um, but I, because I'm all, I've always been told to like keep acting and keep thinking about acting and um, you're not, you're never guaranteed like to make it. Um, oh, I guess number three is what I learned in my, in a class last semester is that no one is coming um, because actors always think, oh, this person's going to show up here. and They're going to give me my job. They're going to give me my next mm. big break. But um, what he taught us was no one is coming. No one's going to give you a big break. You have to make it. That's but, a good um, one. So, yeah. That's a really good one. I was also thinking, whenever you said, like, always be watching things, last last week JP said in RTF to just consume content and always be, like, looking for new styles and new things that you like and want to incorporate. So that's, I think yeah. that's a great tip, too. Uh, Tom wants to know how expensive a headshot in L.A. costs. Uh, I wish I could tell you. Uh, but... Um, I, I think it just depends on, on who you're with. I know, uh, I think some people at, uh, some of the actors in the studio, at the Howard Fine studio, um, I think that might come with being at the studio because we're paying the studio. Um, it depends, yeah, I think it depends on the photographer. Um, like my most recent headshots were free because my girlfriend did them, but they look just as good as someone who did them for a hundred bucks. That's what, that's what I'm saying, because I've read things that like, LA headshots, a decent one is like five hundred dollars. I'm like, get me JP. I'll give him twenty five bucks, and he'll give me thirty <laughs> different angles for you know just as good. Yeah, yeah. Buy him a case like, of beer, and he'll just. <laughs> yeah, you need good lighting. You need, and I guess if you want, I maybe one time you need a really really good headshot. You might want to pour out some cash, but I mean five hundred bucks. That sounds pretty crazy. And also, you don't need you don't need headshots constantly. You need them maybe once after college, and then whenever you hit like thirty five, because you don't. Yeah, that's because you're gonna look the same pretty much. And Unless you're like gaining and losing weight for roles or whatever. Yeah, but uh, if if you're gaining and losing weight for roles, then you're probably that's like Christian Bale and Tom Hanks. So <laughs> you don't need your headshot. They know who you are. Yeah, they'd probably know who you are. What? Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I talk a lot about like YouTube and being on there and basically just making your own way. Do you see that fitting in with like getting on TV shows and stuff? Or like, where do you see just like making your own stuff kind of fitting into that? Um, I, I know, I think it was Matthew McConaughey who said, if you want to be on camera, turn on your phone and like start mm -hmm. making content. Um, that's, that's much, that's pretty much it. I mean, I know a lot of people who are doing it and they're making stupid crap, which I'm like, you're never going to do anything. Um, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> as Jared motions um, to the camera for those listening. Um, and, uh. Yeah, so I, I think I think there is definitely a thing with it. I mean, clearly with all the, the Vine people that are now Instagram people that are now on Nickelodeon and Disney Channel, I think there's for sure something that you can make. You just have to 
you kind of have to keep doing it, I guess. What? Okay, so wait, you, you talking about like mixing mediums and brought up an idea because we were watching an Ariana Grande music video the other day and somebody talked about her in like, was it Victorious? Yeah. And then you have Donald Glover who's in everything, but what, what do you, oh, yeah. what's kind of the correlation between the different creative outlets and people going in between them? I mean, now Bradley Cooper sings, you know, I mean, what, <laughs> what's the correlation between those? Can you just do whatever? Oh. Could, you, could you just become, oh, well, I guess never mind. Go ahead. Start making music. Um, I was going to say, well, like I, I, I'm trying to learn how to sing and I've been trying to, I've just been looking up videos on YouTube, how to play piano, because that's just something else you can do. And a lot of those people, because I know, I know a friend who, um, who, who constantly produces music and writes and writes, writes, um, raps and, mm-hmm. um, he just kind of does it. And uh, I think it's just because there's creative-minded people that want to keep doing creative things. Um, and so, and it's just kind of, uh, and that's what I learned, why well, I wanted to learn piano is because I wanted to get better at acting. And so I'd go into practice rooms and do my warm-ups and, and go over lines. And then I said, well, there's a piano in here. Why don't I spend more time in here where I can go over lines and do warm-ups? And then I can also just learn piano. It's right here. Why not? Um, and so that's what I started doing. And it's just kind of, you get, you got to get to a point where you want to keep learning stuff mm-hmm. um, and want to keep improving. Um, but I, I, it's a valuable thing. Also, I mean, I wanted, I was like, you know what? I want to learn how to juggle. So I, I looked up videos and I learned how to juggle. Oh, you know how to juggle now? Yeah, I, not well, but I'm, I'm learning. I know how to keep them for a little bit. I, yeah, that's something that I've always wanted to learn. And then, just, I'll teach after this I can get some socks and I'll teach you yeah you just I mean you gotta like look in the air right I know that yeah like you practice practice against the wall too have you done that so, so you don't move back yeah well so that so you don't, don't like, like throw them back. out because I know that it's like a yeah oh good call yeah that's probably my problem I probably should do that but I just kind of keep them in mind Jacob weren't you considering going to clown school at one point you know, that was something. Steve actually went to clown school, and I wanted to replicate my idol in my own life. But um, yeah, Steve Steve got a degree from clown college. Oh, uh, yeah. When, when and, was that? Was that after he became sober or before? Oh, that was like way, way before. That was probably the <laughs> way beginning. Of, that was probably That's the beginning of the, the slide. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's, yeah. After that. <clears throat> I forget how he got hooked up with those guys. I guess he skateboarded and stuff too. But um, <laughs> so that was that was my inspiration for clown, clown college. Unfortunately, my parents wouldn't pay for it, much like they wouldn't pay for school in California. So here we are. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Where should people get? Oh, um, how do you know if you're talented or not? It's a good question. If you if you get um and, and that's a, that's a weird question because <clears throat> you have to ask like what is what qualifies as talent and i guess the easy answer is if you get called back if you get jobs if you get into schools mm-hmm. um because i know um i think olivia is a good example like my girlfriend she she did not get the lead role all the time and she didn't she didn't get called back to like ou she wanted to go to ou she didn't get called back to ou 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she, she, but she like loves theater. So she goes to Southwestern in Georgetown, which is outside of Austin. And I think she's one of the hardest workers there. Um, and she was one of the only freshmen in her show and her musical. And she was also a lead um, just because she kept, she, all she does is work hard and what she does. She worked hard on singing, she works hard on acting, she listens. Um, and so I think where she started, you would consider talent, but I think where she's at right now has been hard work, has evolved into this kind of talent. Um, okay, so what, at what point do you know like when to stop? Uh, whenever you want to, I guess. Um, because uh, my, my acting professor told us, she said, she was like, I just want to let you all know, we are the same people. We're all actors. Like, both of us are actors in this room. Just mm-hmm. I have more experience because I've done this more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I guess there is a point where somebody is just not good at acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you stay, if you, if you can't change. So um, I know a lot of people who are bad actors because they get a note and they do the exact same thing over and over and over again. If you're like that, you're not good because you can't change. But if you can do something and it's terrible and somebody gives you a note, you can change it and it's still terrible, but it's completely opposite of what you were doing. I would say you're 10 times better than the other person because you can change what you're doing. And if you can change, then you can get better. I remember you talking about that kind of in high school. You were like, you just have to be experimentational or you have to experiment, you know? Yeah, you have to be willing to look stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's like kind of all of content, though, is you just have to try new stuff and be willing to look stupid. Like putting yourself out there is everything. Like right? Shane Dawson having sex with his cat. Like he, he took the risk <laughs> to look stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that honestly would be a great ploy if he was trying to grow followers or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. That That's a huge thing but i don't know that's more of just like a no no i know it's just interesting that you could uh if okay so yeah if you're talented i I don't know if we necessarily said this if you're talented but like let's say you're talented and you're thinking about either going to school or going and just trying to make stuff happen on your own what what should you do um i would say look at your experience um, because a big thing is resume. A lot of people go to college to get re- to get experience. Um, also, I mean, it's hard to answer because I'm, I'm I'm clearly biased because I'm going to school. Yeah, um, but you you only started like two years before you went to school. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I guess there is a level of people are. I don't know. Well, because I guess in the audition room, like I said, they wanted you to keep doing it, keep changing it. And right. so I think that goes back to, can you change it? Can you keep doing something different? Can you look do something that looks good? Because um, in high school, it's about, can you make it look good? And then um, in college, it's more, all right, can, can it be good? Can you, can it deeply, can someone who knows what they're trying to look for, look at it and go, all right, that's actually good. And that's real. Are there any, um, like, professionals that you'd compare your style to? 
Um, or that you, that you compare your style to, or that you you would like, like to you be, look up to, like want right. to, like, you know, yeah. Um, I think someone that I really liked. Uh, one second, I have like a list, and I I really like. What sucks is that I had I made this list, and then the whole Me Too thing came out, and turns out all these people are like not that good at <laughs> people being. Um, I know Dustin Hoffman was something was someone I who I really really liked. I like him too. Um, and uh, Brian Cranston, ah, oh, that guy, he's awesome. Really? Yeah, and just, well, because just watching Malcolm in the Middle and then seeing Breaking Bad. And it's it's so it's 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 quite impressive about what he can do. Um, you see the uh, Death of a Salesman movie with Dustin Hoffman? I did. That that was that was kind of the start of me saying, "Oh wow, this guy is actually really really good, and I like what he does." Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Um, I really like um, Taron Egerton. He's he's pretty young, but he was. Uh, he was Eddie and Eddie the Eagle. He's in Kingsman. Um, he's playing uh, Elton John in that new biopic. Oh. Um, he's really good. He's someone I really, really like. But I think those people are people that I really like. And, and I'm, I'm starting to learn more about Daniel Day-Lewis because I've, I, I, I've only seen him in one movie, and that was um, Gangs of New York. But... Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, quick thing is is my is my the the guy who's teaching in the studio in LA. Whenever I'm a senior, um, he's taught. He's he's taught. He's coached like Brad Pitt, Will Smith, uh, Chris Pine, like three big names. That like oh, all right, those are guys are pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I guess. Holy cow. What I mean, what roles would you want? Like, obviously, you'll take anything whenever you first get to LA or something. But like. If you had a if you had a role in your head that was like wow that's something that I would like to do. Um, I I've, I've always wanted to play um, the uh, Willie in Death of a Salesman like like Dustin Hoffman. Uh, that's that's I always, such a I good always, answer. Oh yeah, oh. and well because and and because I, in in high school I talked to my director and I said what show are we gonna do. And I'd always be like, that's the salesman, that's a good, good one. And he's like, yeah, you know what? If we did that show, you'd be Willie. And I said, really? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, all right, we got to do that show now. And then we never did. <laughs> and so, so, yeah. Um, I'm reading a play by Sam Shepard right now called True West. Um, and I picked it up on my acting one professor. He walked past me and he goes, oh, you'd be perfect for that show whenever, you, whenever you're older. And I said, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm in the middle of that, and and it looks and it's it's pretty good right now. But are there any like, I don't know, modern realist TV shows or movies or something that you say, like whenever you're watching a movie, do you think, wow, I could fit into that role, or that's a cool? Oh role? yeah, and it's it's hard to do because I'm at a weird age right now where right. a lot of the people that are are that my age are movies are just kind of Tim, Timothy Chalamet, who are that kind of guy that person has a crush on or he's kind of just some he is college kid one you know yeah underdeveloped character one yeah um oh um i don't know i mean i guess in 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 modern stuff i, I don't know it's just it all seems pretty fun to me you know it all looks it all looks interesting 
Yeah. Um, well, I told you, I told him recently that uh, if he was in films like The Lobster, wait, Tom, have you seen The Lobster or Killing of a Sacred Deer? No. They're they're super. I'm Jared. How do you describe them? Avant garde. Um, they they're it's it's that's it's more like farce, absurdist. Um, just kind of the acting in it isn't weird. It's it's because it's very real. That's what that's what um is the difference between comedy and drama. It's just the changing of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the lobster, the girl, um falls out of the building and she's dying and you can hear her screaming and and crying and saying please kill me and he's over there talking to a girl like you know what i hope she dies you know what i hope she dies slow and painful and and awesome because he's trying to impress her that's funny because of circumstances but he's being very honest and he's being you know super serious and and it's it's dark and if you took the if you took the circumstances away it'd be and you read the script you'd say oh wow that's super evil and crazy but um it's just the changing of the circumstances but uh the lobster you know it's 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 so absurd because of these people are changing into animals and it's they're they're like mutilated and like the girl like rubs like does like a little strip like uh, like a lap dance for the guy because she wants him to be like aroused so he can work harder to find a female and it's kind of funny but awkward because it's just like what the heck is going on these circumstances are so weird so it's yeah, like a well, I was just saying that if you're if you're in film, I would prefer you be in like more modern realist films that like appeal oh, yeah. to the masses as opposed to like. Mm-hmm. There's well, also one guy... forget. Go ahead. I was gonna say John C. Riley was also in in The Lobster too. No, yeah, I mean there was somebody who was like the the doctor in Killing of a Sacred Deer was somebody pretty big. Um, yeah, if, if if I saw it, I'd, I'd know. Yeah. I, so I, I'm not saying that like there aren't good parts in there. I'm just saying that I. Oh no! I'm just saying like that's what it is. Like it's just like a crazy weird thing. Like absurdist. Oh, Art. Colin Farrell was in that. Mm-hmm. I think he was the main character in both those. Colin Farrell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I don't yeah. know. Sometimes we'll be watching stuff and. You'll, you'll say an actor's name. And I'm, I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. If, you if you weren't an acting major, what would you be studying? That's a good question. Well, I, well, I, I always said, um, I always wanted to be a dentist because that's what I was told. Um, because I, I wanted to, well, I wanted to be an anesthesiologist because my, my best friend's dad was one. And then I went and I, and I volunteered at a hospital. And I, and I was in a surgery. I watched surgeries happen, and I was I was next to the CRNAs, and I was like, "What do you want to do?" And I said, "Anesthesiology." And he said, "No, you don't." <laughs> I said, "What?" And he was like, "No, this sucks because I work on somebody else's time, and I and I don't see my kids, and and all this, and I have to work on holidays." He said, "Be a dentist because you 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 make your own holidays, you work for yourself, and you get paid in cash." And I said, "All right." And then I wanted to be a dentist, and then I said, "No, I'd rather be an actor." Dang. Maybe you could play a dentist in a movie and just make it all come true. Yeah, I fulfill all my dreams. Your <laughs> <laughs> dentist's name is Crentist? <laughs> what? Live from, from The Office? Oh, no. I, I haven't watched all The Office. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite scenes from The Office. Dude, people quote The Office around me all the time, and I just 
Uh, Jacob, I relate because we weren't raised in that, in that, in the, we weren't, we aren't a family that just, you know, we haven't seen The Office. It's pretty well, crazy. I don't think people watched it. To, I don't know, I, as a family, but, like, but even our, I mean, just like you and me, like, well, also because we didn't have Netflix. Like, we didn't have, like, we didn't watch it. We didn't, also, we, we would watch stuff and we would start watching, a, like, do you remember we would sit down as a family and we'd watch something on TNT and we go, oh, this looks good. We'd watch it for two weeks and then, like, we'd find something else to do. We'd just never sit down and yeah. watch something. We, that was just I how mean, we roll. But something else is that, like, because now all my friends, like, will binge shows. My friends are like, oh, like, if you start now, you can watch all of Game of Thrones. Like, if you watch one a day before the new season comes out. I'm like, I really don't care to do that. It's just not something that I'm into. Like, I don't binge stuff, you know? Yeah. Are you, do you feel the same, Jared? Um, like I said, I have to, like, watch content now. So I... I I, I do enjoy watching. I'm watching more classic movies, like uh-huh. something that I'd recommend. Uh, well, it's not really classic, but it, it was more recent. It was Birdman with, with Michael Keaton mm-hmm. and Emma Stone and Edward Norton. That shows pretty good. It's so weird, but it's good. Um, yeah, I, I think the last thing I watched... Um, what were some of the classic movies we were talking about last week with JP, Jacob? Casablanca? Oh Casablanca. I'm Citizen Kane? Uh, Citizen Kane. There's like this one Japanese, Japanese movies that's like from the 50s. It's regarded as one of the best films of all time. But it's it's just the way it's shot. Like, oh, wait, we saw, I think we saw uh, Boyhood together, right, Jared? We saw what? Boyhood. Oh, I, I didn't I want to watch it. I heard it was, I heard that it was like weird, but it was an interesting like concept with how they shot it. That, that's just, I, I think a lot of it is more like just how it's shot. Boyhood, that 50s movie, um, anything that's like avant-garde, really, that like turns out all right, I got to figure people just like because it's new, right? Yeah. But, okay, wait, so something JP was talking about last week was that if you just kind of watch people that you like what they're doing and then just kind of copy them, you can kind of do that as you find your own style. Um, and I see that in other industries too. You can just kind of follow somebody's path. You know, if you say, oh, this person went to UT, they're in finance and they're in these organizations and they got X, Y, Z job and I want that job. You could probably do that and it would turn out just fine. Um, you kind of see that in acting too. Oh yeah. I mean, that's just like, that's just influence, you know, that's Mm -hmm. just people saying, oh, this person did it and they, what they did clearly worked. Let me try my own equation with that. Let me try my own formula and do that and try to follow there as best I can. Um, the, there comes a point of of like thinking that return. it should work out. Yeah, of like thinking it should work out exactly like that. Uh-huh. Um, I, I yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes total sense. I don't, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you could. Well, I think in. Okay. Well. I'll answer the question myself then. I think in acting, it's like you can't get your break the same way that other people got their break. Like you can make YouTube videos and like, no. following and stuff, but like it's yeah, not. You're not gonna be like the guy from White Boy Rick who they literally took out of the principal's office and put him in a movie. Like Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean that's what I'm saying. It's it's just more it seems more random in the world of Luck. film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Luck. 
you got you you have to work hard and your hard work may not pay off so i mean i mean you have to be smart you have to be smart though if if you're smart and you work hard and you make the right choices you have a lot more chance of getting lucky but yeah if you're smart if you're white you're rich chances yeah. are you've got way better chances of getting lucky it's just facts that's, that's just how it is it's it's a it's and a have a good credit score quality you have a good credit score <laughs> and a, a good credit score yeah you know what i sometimes i think that like because we're from abilene like we're at a disadvantage do you feel it do you feel that like some of these kids that are from like houston or dallas oh yeah i, I like 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 i was saying the other day like we all come from different like advantages and like you said like the whole I know that this is being recorded, so as as a as an actor, I have to say I agree to the white thing. But yes, it's because like of all, all the white stuff, it's like oh yeah, because I'm white, I can do this. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, because we're in a small town, we have less opportunity. Coming right. in Dallas, I know that the kid um, from Dallas, he 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 works on a bunch of stuff there because they have a lot more people, a lot more artists that want right. to shoot stuff, that want to that send out casting calls. We have we have two, we have like one theater in Austin that does like actual in Abilene that does actual kind of worthwhile stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the other people are ACU kids who, who think that they're really, really good, but they're not. So. <laughs> the, uh, well, I'm just saying too, like if you grow up in a setting where like you're connected to certain groups, then you're just going to be predisposed to success. Yeah, that leaves a bubble. I believe the bubble. It has its own ecosystem. It's at, it's had, it has its own humor. It has its mm-hmm. own ideas of the world. I believe it's weird. Yeah. Jacob, yeah. what's your relationship with ACU like? Uh, you know, <laughs> I was going to say something terrible. Um, <laughs> my relationship with ACU. Um, yeah, you know, if it didn't exist, I'd be indifferent. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't think it it doesn't really have any effect on me. Maybe <laughs> my parents' property taxes might go down, so that might be good. But... And there's the hot take right there. What's what's your relationship with uh, what's the uh, what's the public school in New Jersey? The public, uh, like Rutgers. Rutgers, yeah. What's your relationship <laughs> with Rutgers? <laughs> I feel like it's a little different. <laughs> Yeah, you got a lot of friends that go there. I mean, also, the enroll. I mean, it's like... It's like 3,000 kids at ACU versus like 40,000 at Rutgers. Like a D1 school and stuff. I don't know. ACU's D1. Come on. Is it? Yeah. They're going to the big dance, dude. No, yeah, they are. They're going to... They're Adeline going to Christian? Marquette. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. They're playing, they're playing Kentucky. They're, Rutgers they're, is the yeah, first round. Yeah, dude. Rutgers freaking sucks. And Rutgers, is, Rutgers does stink at sports. That's true. Do a lot of kids at Rutgers commute? Uh, yeah, I think a decent amount. Yeah, so it's a great school. <laughs> it's a good, it is, I mean, it's, it is a good school. I mean, it depends what you want to do, but it's a good school. It's a really good option. Well, yeah, I know, like, I don't know. Basically, if you want to be a nurse, AC is a great school, but if you want to teach, and if you want to be AC is a great school. If you if you want to be a a youth minister, yeah, go yeah. Go, oh go. yeah, absolutely. Anybody <laughs> that wants to be a youth minister. Um, oh yeah. Oh, so totally, like, totally not 
the same comparison. One's a, like, a t- like a town's public school, and one's a state. Yeah. You're like comparing Rutgers to UT. <laughs> that, that's like an equal comparison. New Providence uh, Community College. How do you feel about that? The UCC, Union County College? Union County College. I was actually looking at, uh, I applied there, but the money didn't work out, so. ACC? UCC. UCC? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. We're getting off track. <laughs> yeah, we are really getting off track. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to file file uh, some of the videos under why you should go to UCC. <laughs> All right, Jacob, <laughs> uh, any uh, March Madness betting tips? Oh, man. I actually, I should do an expected, like, value or expected point spread on some games that might be interesting. Yeah, you should. I, I remember last year we were looking at, like, parlays and yeah. expected returns and the best ways to make money. I might, I might do that again. I also saw a really interesting thing that was about arbitrage betting and looking at different sports books and the different lines between them. Uh, and with so many games going on, it might be something to look at uh, where you could actually like bet an amount on one game and then bet a similar amount on another game and like make money between the two spreads. Okay. Um, which is, yeah, just a really interesting concept. I need to look more into that. I think most of them probably work together to like close those but yeah i would think so at the same time you never know you know it's uh well any any uh solid any locks for you not really i was doing working on my bracket this morning and there was a lot of things i just really did not know every 12 to beat the five no, that's the thing. I didn't see that many upsets happening. I don't know, but we'll see. Well, that's always because you have that bias. Like whenever you see the, yeah, I guess. I because I remember whenever I was like sixth grade, I would basically just pick every every higher seed to win. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, well, we'll see. All right, let's see. What did we run through here? Uh, content creation, YouTube, talented actors, New Wave Media. LA headshots. Yeah, I feel like, Jared, is there anything else that you want people to know about acting or actors that might get misconstrued? Most most of them are, are self-centered. They are. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, A lot of them that I know are weird. They're theater kids. They're weird. So that's another truism. Yeah. You, like, Who's more weird, theater kids or like film kids? Uh, I, well, I don't really know that many film kids right now, but I I, I would assume theater kids. Like, there's some kids that it's I know. To, there's a thing at the department where where people just sing out loud, <laughs> and 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 it's the most annoying thing. And I get like sing like no one's listening, but I, I don't don't Do don't like inconvenience. Yeah, don't inconvenience my day by having to play <laughs> music. Like, play it in the stairwell in, in your uh, in your dorm, sing in the stairwell. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like there's just people singing and um the uh no well the thing is like the acting students are different from like the theater students mm-hmm. uh, because the theater students are the kids who just want to do theater, but the acting kids are were selected by our professors. Yeah, this kid's probably gonna be able to make money. Yeah, for the theater kids, just and have also, blue hair and like. 
Yeah, and uh, all of the acting kids are like over like 150 and and work out and go do stuff and take lessons and yeah, all the other other kids are like and the theater kids just do drugs and go on ayahuasca trips. Oh, I mean, like all the, the I know, yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> When the when the immediate answer to that question isn't no, you know there's an issue. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I know way too many kids who are just like, oh yeah, freaking let's go crazy. It's like, what what are you talking about, dude? Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I'm a. He's talking about my attitude in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours. What what kind of music are you listening to right now getting off track i'll i'll, I'll do that and then i'll go because i gotta go watch a movie uh what kind of music am i listening to yeah edm a lot of a lot of edm yeah you, you trash <laughs> what kind of music are you listening to hip-hop yeah and tom's gonna round it out with the oldies classic rock baby elton john oh, okay i'm i, I love mm-hmm. i love me classic rock but like I, Jacob, I thought you I thought you were into the the hip hop the hip hop scene. No, I am. Like I you? Mean, no, I, you just released I, a song. Num num juice. It's good. You like it? What are you doing? <laughs> num yeah, num it's gonna be the intro song this week. Num num juice. That, no, no, it's not like nom nom. It's like n u m b. It's good. Oh, oh, like flat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Well, uh, on that note, I think it's been a great episode this week. There's going to be a lot of uh, videos to come out of this about acting. Um, we're going to have to have Jared back on the show in a few years whenever he's uh, the lead in a Scorsese film. Uh, That's a dream. But it, yeah, it's a dream for me too, but I'm not really pursuing it right now. So just, uh, oh, yeah. You, you know, like, yeah. And, and then you'll put me, and then I'll put you in something. Yeah, wait, actually, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, just start casting me in. As like, <laughs> even if I was just like an extra or just like somebody having coffee behind you, if I could just show up in all your films, that'd be, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> you get paid for that, though. Exactly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then if it doesn't work out, then I'll just pay you to run part of the business, part of my business. <laughs> fine that's what i always say is that you're gonna have to coast off of me but i actually hope that i get to coast off of you so that'll that'll be fine with me all right from all of us here this has been all in on bfa acting season two episode five wrapping up here from us next tuesday be sure to like rate and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer at we're all in on instagram and twitter um and if you'd like, send us suggestions. Also, if you made it to the end of this podcast, send us a screenshot and get a free shirt. Uh, should have merch coming out soon. But at this point, we just may never have merch. So uh, we'll uh, merch update. out soon. <laughs> merch out soon for sure. We'll. we'll Jared, what's your what's your Instagram handle? Oh, my Instagram is jvoswinkle. And then do you have like a I don't, website? I don't really do stuff on on Instagram. I don't really do stuff. But Twitter is Jared Voss at Jared Voss. That's I do more stuff on Twitter. What's but, uh, uh, where can people see like some of your acting or maybe getting in touch with you? Instagram, um, Twitter? No, no, you can't see that on, on Instagram, but uh, maybe Twitter. But um, 
hopefully, hopefully um, next time you have me on, I'll have a portfolio that people can look at. I haven't really recorded anything. I'll be doing that. I'll be working on that this, this, summer. this semester, semester. Yeah, this summer, hopefully. All right. All right, dope. Well, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening.